Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Happy Thanksgiving, church family. We're so glad that you're with us tonight and that, hey, our kids, we're in big church tonight, all right? We're in big church tonight, so, hey, Roseo kids, let me hear you. If you're in here, let me hear you. Come on now, Roseo kids, make some noise. Oh, some of you big kids. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kids I know. We're so glad that you are with us tonight. So glad that I get to serve the kids and the families of Rosedale Baptist Church. So excited tonight that Pastor Aaron and I have the opportunity to kind of walk through a few verses of Psalm 126 with you tonight. Uh, so you, uh, the Bible tells us in Psalm 126, verse 1, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing, then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. You know, there in verse number one, now see the kids here, you remember that little paper that you got when you came in, there's some little notes for you to fill in, okay? Uh, so we're in Psalm 126, that's the first answer, okay? Uh, so Psalm, uh, Psalm 126 tells us there uh, that many people believe this was written by uh, Ezra, a man named Ezra, and uh, he wrote this as talking about the Babylonian captivity. Uh, the Babylonian captivity. Now for us, now history lesson real quick. The Bible tells us uh, in Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy that the children of Israel uh, were, they, gave, they received the land for six years. They could reap, they could, uh, they could sow, they could do all of that for six years. But the seventh year was the Sabbath year. Uh, that year was supposed to go back to God. That year was, was His uh, that belonged to him, and they were supposed to give that back to him. Well, the children of Israel got so caught up in themselves so many times, uh, they didn't give God back what was his. Uh, they didn't uh, honor God uh, with that and give it, back, give, it, uh, give it back to him, so the Lord allowed them to get uh, cap uh, taken into captivity by the Babylonians. And you know, isn't that somewhat like us today? We get so caught up in ourselves, we forget all that God's done for us. We get so caught up, and, and you know, uh, though I, I, that's not like God's going to bring another Babylonian captivity to us, but it should, the first one should be enough for us. Uh, to realize when we look and when we see that uh, they weren't giving God what was His, and God said, I'm eventually going to get it back. And there then, through that Babylonian captivity of 70 years, Ezra writes, when God turned, when the Lord turned that captivity, then we were like those uh, that dream. And so my challenge for you with that thought, that verse is, hey, let's make sure that we are not so caught up in ourselves and we get that narrow focus that we don't give God what is his. Even when we look to verse number two, Pastor Mike, like when we look to verse number two, the captivity is turned and then the Bible talks about how the heathen saw and then the heathen began to talk among each other that God has done great things. And sometimes we get so caught up in what God is doing in other people that we miss what God's doing in our own lives. Um, I remember when I was, um, some of you kids may enjoy this because it's making fun of myself, but one time when we had one of those kids programs, you know, at school where you come and stand up and you have to say something you're thankful for, and so we're all lined up as a class, and everybody's saying what they're thankful for, parents are sitting out there, and every parent just smiling, uh, kind of like what you guys in the video, but the video cameras were too big back then when we were kids, and so when we were, we were all saying what we were thankful for, and in practice, I had said I'm thankful for my family, and Everybody knows that that's my thing to be thankful for. Well, some bad kid down the line says, I'm thankful for my family. And it keeps coming down to me. And I just stood there. 
I won't make that awkward silence right now, but that's what about what it was. And I just stood there and stood there. Now, everybody in the auditorium could have looked at me and said, Aaron, you got a lot to be thankful for. Anybody who knew me could have said, hey, Aaron, you got this, this, this. But in that moment, all I could do was think about, well, I was thankful for my family. And that's all I can think about right now. <laughs> How many times is that for kids, right? Our kids? How many times is it that we see God blessing everybody else and we forget to see what God's doing for us? Oh, do you see what their parents let them do? I, I wish my parents would do that. We laugh, but then teenagers, it gets worse. Like, do you, can you, mom, do you see what they're getting to wear? And look at these $100 rags that I'm wearing. <laughs> and then, then we laugh, but then adults, right? Well, I see God bless them. I don't know where they get the money for that car. <laughs> How they live in that house. And sometimes, if we're not careful, we get so wrapped up in looking and saying, well, God's doing all those. The heathen are looking on and saying, God's doing something in their lives, but they couldn't see it. They're like, well, if, if, it was, if we had that, if we did that. And sometimes it's hard, right, to think about what God's done for us. I mean, the, the fact that the unsaved heathen were looking and saying, man, your God's been so good to us, so good to you. Hey, Rosedale kids, Rosedale teens, Rosedale family, God's been so good to us. God has done some great things. We heard some of those testimonies tonight. Uh, the, the dozens of people, catch that, the dozens of people that have followed the Lord and Believer's Baptism this year that we've been able to see. You know, the people that on Friday nights have come and sat in these seats, and this year they conquered their addictions through the power of Jesus Christ. The Lord has done great things. Some of you kids this year, you turned to Jesus for the first time this year, and you got saved this year. The Lord has done great things. Oh, would it never be said of Roseville Baptist Church that we get so focused on ourselves? And you know what? That's why I love Roseville Baptist Church, Pastor Aaron. Because we make the main thing the main thing, and that main thing is Jesus Christ. He's been so, so good to us. So, hey, Rosedale kids, Thrive Teens, and even the big kids that are listening to me tonight, all right? Let's not uh, forget to have that spirit of gratitude. As, as, as a Christian, uh, Thanksgiving isn't a holiday. It's a lifestyle. Because I, I told the, our kids just the other day, I said, that if the only thing that Jesus ever did for us was save us, we owe him an eternal debt. He's been so good to us. But then he doesn't just save us. He gives us a church family. He gives us blessing upon blessing upon blessing to where, yeah, the heathen can say, your Lord does, your God does some great things. But, hey, church, let's together look to God and say, man, Lord, you have done so many great things for us. Let's not lose that spirit uh, of gratitude. So, church, just for a moment, can we take a moment right now to thank the Lord for what he's done? Some of you guys didn't get a mic and you weren't able to tell us all what you were thankful for. But why don't we just take a moment right now, the piano will play, and we'll just sing out, bow our heads in our seats, and just thank God for what he is, just for a moment. And if maybe you do it yourself in your uh, chair there, or maybe you grab a family member, put your arm around your wife or a spouse or a friend and say, hey, let's just thank the Lord together. But let's take a moment right now to thank God for how good he is to us. And I will close in prayer in just a moment. Father, we thank you so much for who you are. And Lord, as we went through Psalm 126, we are so reminded that you've been good to us. Lord, even in the times where you take things away and your love and you chasten us, you're still good. 
Lord, when you give us good, when we walk through the hard times, you're still good. Lord, in the highs of life, you're good. And Lord, even as we have all these testimonies tonight, Lord, we're again reminded in this evening that you are so good. God, we thank you for being our Savior. We thank you for so much for saving us and sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. God, we are thankful for your church. We're thankful for Rosedale Baptist Church. Lord, I know even as I stand here before my church family, Lord, I know me and my family are so thankful for Rosedale and being here for the last couple months. God, we thank you for our family. We thank you for friends. Lord, even as the young people talk about how they are thankful for their friends and thankful for all the things you've done for us. God, you're good. And God, as we go through, even as we finish the service and we go maybe out of town to visit family or we meet with family around here or meet with friends for Thanksgiving, God, I pray that we never, ever forget to see your goodness in everything that we have and everything that you're doing. We love you, God. We thank you so much for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. I do appreciate everyone coming out and listening to the three-part sermon, three of us preaching out of uh, Psalm 126, and then add all the kids. It's even more than that. Uh, but I love the fact that our praise isn't something that we work up. It's something that God has already brought down. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, it's us realizing all the blessings that he's already given to us. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, then were we like them that dream. We were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with, with laughter and our tongue was singing. It's us realizing the blessings and the goodness and the grace of the Lord. Well, as we realize that, we'll bless the Lord, O oh my soul, forget not all his benefits. When we realize that, blessed be God, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. And so as they realized that, then, then that was our mouth filled with laughter, and then that was our tongue filled with singing. Uh, it's identifying it. And when things are rough and uncertain and hard and difficult, and uh, when sickness comes and situations happen, uh, a lot of times we lose sight of, of every good gift and every perfect gift that comes down from above, from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He so bountifully blessed us. Well, it's as we realize his blessings, it's a natural response, gratitude and praise and thanksgiving and worship, going back to the one who's always good, who's absolutely always good. And then I like what Aaron said and Michael alluded to when uh, the heathen jumped in. Then said they uh, among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. But that song of gratitude and praise shouldn't just be kept in here. They should hear it at work. They should hear it in our neighborhood, uh, among our family members, when uh, we have that chance to say what we're thankful for this year. Uh, I mean, testifying, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Uh, and when they hear that, when they hear that, but they see God in us. They see the graciousness of God on us. People are watching out there. People are watching in here. Our praise is powerful, and it motivates. It inspires others to the Lord. I like Psalm 40 that says, He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, set my feet upon a rock, established my goings, put a new song in my mouth, a lot like this passage, a new song in my mouth, uh, and even praise unto our God, next phrase, many shall see it 
Many shall see it and fear shall trust in the Lord. Again, it's not something that we work up. Uh, It's when we realize all that God's poured down, uh, all we have to do is open our mouth, show our heart uh, of praise and worship uh, and gratitude to God. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for us. I do like how they affirmed it. Oh yeah, the Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad. But it not only inspires others, it not only is a testimony of God's grace, not worked up, it's lifted up, but those still in bondage are motivated to move forward. The turning of the captivity of those uh, that were in bondage was three phases, three waves. Uh, Ezra talks about those that came back under Cyrus's reign, chapter 1 through 3, and then uh, those that came back during Darius's reign, chapter 4, and then uh, those that came back during uh, Artaxerxes' reign. Uh, it was, wasn't just everyone all at once, it was a group of people all at once, but then as they're praising and they're singing and they're grateful, it inspires that next wave to do the same. Uh, It inspires that last wave to do the same. I was thinking today about uh, when uh, I finally surrendered to pastor and then God uh, brought us here and then how God blessed. Uh, The number of people that I know that will tie uh, their step to pastoring uh, my brother in Alabama. Uh, It's almost as if he said, well, if he can do it, anyone can do it anyway. Uh, And then Mark Doss, if he can do it, anyone can do it. it. It's that praise and that gratitude and that thanksgiving, not only as a witness to the lost, it's also an inspiration to the reluctant, to the reluctant, to the reluctant. Those that are still in captivity, they haven't stepped out as of yet, but when they see the goodness and blessing and love and mercy that's poured down, Uh, And our praise that has been lifted up. Why some of those blessings come suddenly, God turning again that captivity of Zion. Uh, Some of the blessings come in response to our response. Uh, Our mouth filled with laughter, our tongue filled with singing. Then said they, uh, when people saw it, because in verse number four, turn again our captivity. Turn again our captivity. Why it's a prayer of those that have yet to step out Uh, And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, Not only do the heathen see it, the reluctant are inspired by it. Uh, They end up saying, turn again ours. Uh, Ours also. Uh, Our captivity also. Uh, But it also energizes us to continue to work. The joy of the Lord uh, is my strength. Uh, That's where verse 5 comes into play, talking about sowing. Verse 6, talking about planting. Uh, Verse 6, talking about uh, harvesting. The fields of the heathen uh, are well watered when we're lifting praise, lifting gratitude. When they come in and they see some of us going through some of the same things, they go through, but we go through it entirely different by trusting Him, praising Him, worshiping Him, giving thanks to Him. In everything give thanks. They that sow and tears shall reap in joy. Uh, He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with them. We 
work from that joy uh, and how God blesses gives us more joy uh, and we work from that joy that cycle starts over again the heathen see it we're aware of it the reluctant are motivated by it uh, but let's remember let's remember uh, how much we have to be thankful for someone said this they said um, uh, what if we only had today what we gave God thanks for yesterday. Okay. Uh, what if we only had tomorrow what we gave God thanks for today? Well, I get a feeling a lot of our possessions would be narrowed down. Uh, a lot of our trinkets and baubles. Uh, a lot of those shiny objects that capture our attention. Boy, if we only had what we're thankful for, only had what we praise God for, uh, and we should praise God, thank God for everything that we have. I, I like that old poem, and it's a, a throwback. Today upon a bus, I saw a lovely girl with golden hair. I envied her. She seemed so happy. I wished that I were as fair, when suddenly she rose to leave, and I saw her hobble down the aisle. She had one leg and wore a crutch, but as she passed, she smiled. Oh God, forgive me when I whine, for I have two feet, and the world is mine. Later, grabbing coffee, roundabout, I met a young man who had such charm. We talked, he seemed so peaceful, uh, if I were late to do no harm. Uh, and as I left, he said to me, thank you, sir, you've been so kind. It's nice to talk to folks like you. You see, he said, I'm blind. Oh God, forgive me when I whine. Uh, I have two eyes, and the world is mine. And, and later, walking down the street, I saw a child with eyes of blue. She stood and watched the others play. Seems she didn't know what to do. And, and I said, why don't you join the others, dear? And, and she looked straight ahead without a word, and then I knew she couldn't hear. Oh, God, forgive me when I whine. Uh, I have two ears, and, and the world is mine, with feet to take me where I'd go, with uh, eyes to see the sunsets glow with uh, ears to hear what I would know. Uh, oh, God, dear Lord, forgive me when I whine. I'm blessed indeed, and the world is mine. We're blessed indeed. We are absolutely blessed indeed. Blessed be God who blesses us with all spiritual blessings. We just need to take time, not just this Thursday, but every single day, take time to stop and say, Lord, thank you for another day to serve you. Thank you for uh, my wife, Charlene, the love that she has. Thank you for the spiritual family you've given to us. Uh, the health, not perfect health, but good enough health to be worshiping and praising and serving. Uh, thank you for the time allotted. Uh, Lord, thank you for the country we live in. Hey, not a perfect country, but still freedom of religion, still freedom of assembly, still freedom of, uh, of worship. Boy, thankful, thankful. Giving God praise, giving gratitude, uh, appreciation, worship, and thanksgiving. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. 
Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.